Hey guys, welcome back. It's Sarah and Narelle, your hopeless, not truthless Bravo recappers from the North. Please help us be a little bit less hopeless and a little more truthful by hitting that follow or subscribe button. Or if you really want to make our week, give us a five-star rating wherever it is that you're listening to us. We appreciate all of you so much. You can also follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at HopelessNotTruthlessPod and talk to us there. You like IPAs? Yeah, I love IPAs. Interesting. Oh my god, a hazy IPA? Are you kidding? Okay, I like the hazy way more okay. than I like the the others. I don't know the genres. Really? Yeah, I think so. Are they lighter? Like, I like lighter beer. No, I feel like a hazy might even be like more. Mm. It's like cloudy. It's like if IPA had a UTI. I do like cloudy though. Oh, okay. Well, give it a go. Okay. I mean, they're my absolute favorite beer of all time is a hazy IPA. Okay. But I do like IPAs, so. Yeah. Not as much as your sister. But. I hate them. <laughs> they, you know what? Kirsten and I drank IPAs one day and we shared two tall cans. And we were just like what what's going on we were were they and, strong but this was ages ago i they must have been yeah right they like fuck me up they fuck me up worse than hard booze i don't drink hard booze really but yeah 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 whatever miss whiskey over there mm, rum <laughs> rum rum what no you said you got a bottle of whiskey i like rum and i like crown royal yes <laughs> What is Crown Royal, Sarah? I don't know, but it's delicious. I'm pretty sure it's whiskey. I actually it don't even know, is. but I remember you said you found an old bottle of whiskey or something oh, in your cabinet, and it was yeah. so good, and it just made you feel so good. You're like, I'm never buying another bottle because it's too dangerous. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, I haven't bought another bottle since, so maybe I should. <laughs> Get one for Christmas. Yeah, right? Okay. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Hopeless Not Truthless. Here we are. What episode is this, Narelle? <laughs> we are recapping Beverly Hills today. Oh, right. The latest, the dinner party from hell. Oh, baby. That's not the name of the episode, but it should have been. It really should have been. Ring Around the Rumor is the episode name. I will say this is a nighttime edition of the pod, and we are partaking, not in what Denise is partaking in, but mm. we're partaking in a glass of wine, and Narelle has a low-carb IPA going on. I wonder if I could handle what Denise had going on. I don't know what it was. I want to know. Yeah. It's, I'd give it a go. It's a, <laughs> I would be your passenger <laughs> going, oh, for fuck's sake, girl. My like, passenger what? suggests that you were also going to give it a go. Oh, so. I don't know. I feel like you would be my trip supervisor. Oh, yeah, well, yes. The one who I'm so paranoid about that kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah, but give me a bottle of whiskey, baby. Mary Cosby, she's she's in the press, and okay. she's telling everyone she was not invited to film, and the interviewer's like, by the cast? She's like, no, right. by production. She wasn't invited to Bermuda. This also makes me wonder, was she missing from Meredith's uh, jewelry party? Is that why Monica said, one, we have one extra... Bag. Yeah, I caught that, and she gave the bag away. Yeah, um, I'm I figured it was Mary because I don't remember seeing her there. No. This is interesting because I've also just seen Mary doing, I don't know, it was an article or an interview, but she mentioned being totally open to coming back full-time. Which, okay, I have to say, 
Like, I'm I'm laughing at Mary complaining about not being invited when every time she is invited, she's like, not doing it. Nope. I'm mm. sitting in the Sprinter van. Take me to McDonald's. Right? Yeah. No kidding. I wonder what it, I mean, is it the money that she enjoys? It's not the ladies. It's the fame. It, it can't be the money. It's the fame. I guess. Right? So I was talking to somebody on Reddit. I don't remember their username, unfortunately. But um, they pointed out that it might have been production who didn't like filming with Mary. Oh. But once, I guess, Bravo and once Andy saw the crowd reaction and how everybody was I mean, there has been a lot of Mary love, unfortunately. So maybe yeah. that's why she's starting to hint that she might be coming back as a full-time. I don't know. It doesn't mm. really jive, but do you want her to come back? Well, it speaks to our mummy issues that we want Mary back, doesn't it? Like, this woman is... Why? Is Mary our mummy? <laughs> well, she's dysfunctional. Okay, I'm not saying this about my mother. Okay, though... I'm like, where are we going with this? No, but like... Why else do we want this toxic person back on our screens? Like, she's out of control. For me, it's the shock value. Mm -hmm. The You never know what is going to fall out of her crazy mouth. She's amusing. I just, the other half, and we've talked about this a lot, is I don't like giving her a platform. I don't like giving anybody with Mary's history and the kind, like, I, so it's difficult yeah. for me. Morally, I want her gone, but uh, amusement-wise, I don't know. She's got to step it up a little bit. Well, she does. It's very recycled material. It is. And if she's not even going to be in Bermuda, that means her presence in the rest of the season is probably not going to be very much. So I think Monica's out. Like, overtaking Mary for entertainment value, honestly. I think she might be overtaking everybody. Truly. <laughs> Truly. Speaking of Monica... um. I saw a clip of Heather doing an interview, and she is very adamantly saying she's never going to film with Monica Whoa. ever again. She Whoa. will not. I have not seen this. Whoa, okay. Yeah. She also goes on to say that none of them saw what happened in Bermuda coming, that the way it explodes on the trip and then was never resolved during the reunion is something for us to watch out for. She said that what happened in Bermuda was beyond anything she's ever experienced in her own life what? and beyond anything that she's ever seen on TV. Huh. Is that overhype? Uh, or... Yes, it has to be. I don't want to get too excited, but... Like, Brandy Glanville has, has been on our screens. I... Phaedra Parks, <laughs> like, I... It's got to be good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, at this point, I think we all are assuming it's the, the lawsuit. Lab. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the Video lab. lawsuit. That's not that. No. Like, but to, it's $2,000 lawsuit. Yeah, really. But to Heather, it's so, you know, she's, well, they're, all of these women are very self-obsessed. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's cool. I'm very excited for the reunion. I also saw some text messages Monica is countersuing Beauty Labs or countersuing Heather, right. saying that the reason she didn't pay is because she was botched. So Heather's legal team has released screenshots of t like messages between Monica and the woman who did all of her injections. Shut and up. Monica is raving about like Stop. how great everything looks. She's like, you're the best. Like, this was great. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see you again. And yeah, so that. Monica seems too smart for that. For what? To send those texts and then sue. Counter sue. 
I feel like the counter sue must have been kind of a Hail Mary mm-hmm. going into the reunion to have something to fall back on because the whole cast Yikes. is against her. Yeah. She has no foot to stand on. So at least she can try and say, I was botched. I mean, maybe she didn't think the text messages were going to come to light. She did not look botched at BravoCon. I'll tell you that. She looked amazing. Incredible. Yeah. Okay, yep. question for you. Who would you rather have back, Heather or Monica? Oh, I don't know. I At know. the beginning of the season, I would have chosen Monica, mm-hmm. but Heather has grown on me this season. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's tough. I don't know. Who would you choose? I hesitantly would pick Heather, I think. Because if Monica's not getting along with anybody, yeah, can she come back from it? Is I mean, we want to see people together, right? What's the point of these? These shows. These shows. I'm like Denise right now. These shows. To a certain extent. Right. We do. We want some uh, drama. Yeah. But I guess I would probably hesitantly go Heather as well. Mm-hmm. We should put a poll up for that. Yeah, we should. Good idea. Okay, I'll do that when I put the episode together. Well, speaking of, it was a pretty good Beverly Hills episode. It was. I'm very excited to talk to you about a few things in particular. Yeah, me too. Let's get it popping. Let's do it. Can't believe I just said that. Let's get it popping, babe. <laughs> get it popping, boo. <laughs> Let's head on over. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Season 13, Episode 6, Ring Around the Rumor. The rumor? The rumor. So right off the bat, Crystal and Dorit head over to Kyle's place so Kyle and Dorit can continue laying the groundwork to paint Sutton as an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Kyle wants to ask them for their advice on how to handle this situation. Okay, first of all, did you think that the dancers being in the elevator in Vegas, was that a setup or was it random? I think it was a I think it was a setup. I think it was Erica going like, hey, guys, we're leaving. Yeah. Shoot on. I mean, come on. I don't I don't think it was like planned by production or anything. I think I do think it was planned by Erica or somebody. I got into it with somebody on Reddit because the same question was asked and I pointed out I was like, listen, you know, I kind of feel like they were in a big, busy Vegas hotel unless production shut down the elevator, mm-hmm. how would that actually be orchestrated? Mm. Like there would be people using the, And this person had gone to that hotel and had oh. met them in a meet oh. and greet or something. It was a staff elevator. Apparently. Oh, oh, okay. So, okay. Not too clear on the details, but it does seem like maybe it was planned. It did feel a little too coincidental. Come on. Yeah, it for sure felt planned, but I was, I hoped it wasn't. <laughs> All right, so Dorit agrees with Kyle that Sutton goes from zero to 60 really quick, which I found a little bit strange because I'm like, 60 isn't that fast. That's just like normal (laughs) driving speed, babe. (laughs) And then she has the audacity to make fun of Sutton's accent. (laughs) Who does she think she is? She then goes on to call Sutton out for being a drinker. And this carries on through the rest of the episode and probably the rest of the season. Crystal... I have to say, loved this. In the confessional, she stood up for her and just pointed out the hypocrisy of the situation. Kyle saying vodka changes you is also very rich to me. I don't love that she's given up drinking and now she's starting to judge other people for it. Yeah. 
I really hated that when Crystal suggested, like, maybe there's a different space or time of day mm-hmm. you can meet with Sutton and it will be better and less stressful. She just smirks and she's like, <laughs> 10 a.m. Like, ooh, yeah. it, the implications here are... It was the smirking, smug way that they're going about it. Gross. It's making it seem very orchestrated to me. Like Kyle's whole season so far. Yes, orchestrated. Bingo. Narelle, does it feel like Sutton is paying a little too close attention to Kyle in all of the wrong ways? Or is it just me? Like, it doesn't feel like a friend caring about a friend. Noticing her ring commenting on her diet and exercise she is really focusing on the physical things it i gotta say it does feel a bit attacky i don't know if okay let me think i'm trying to put myself in Sutton's shoes and imagining no screw that i'm in my shoes and you have started doing all these new things you're not drinking you're wearing a new ring you are working out like a maniac you've lost all this weight you're hanging out with a new lady all the time. I don't know how I would approach this situation with mm-hmm. you. Honestly, I don't know if I could come right out and say, what are you doing? What's going on with your marriage? Well, actually, I probably would. Yeah. But they're probably just not that close of friends. She doesn't feel comfortable enough to come right out and say it, I guess. That is such a good point that I think we are forgetting here. Seth and Kyle, they're, they're friends, but I mm-hmm. don't think they're that good of friends. Like, they've always had beef. They've always kind of been at each other. So it is yeah. interesting. Okay. Well, we'll delve into that a little bit later. Garcelle's comment in her confessional about Dorit and her jewelry. <laughs> I mean, she's I not screamed. the only one. I, scre- I screamed. She's not the only one who thinks it. But no. should it have been said? I mean, I love that she said it. I do think it should be said because I've wondered... So many things have come out about PK and so about their financials, about everything like that. That whole situation is not being approached on the show. It's just being ignored. So I do love her for saying the thing that nobody else is going to say mm-hmm. that we as the viewers want to know about and we want to say. I do think it's going to come back to bite her in the butt, though. Uh-huh. That reunion is going to be intense. Dorit is going to hold on to that. All right. So next, Erica shows up at her manager's house. That is nicer than hers. Getting the vibe that this is all going to be part of Erica's redemption arc. Mm -hmm. The storyline that's been kind of building this whole season. I think we're going to see Erica and her team and production tell us a story about a poor starving artist down on her luck who's turned over a new leaf and is just trying to make her way in the world again. (laughs) Listen, we already know she's got a Bravo special. I think they're just gearing up to make us want to watch it. And I, for one, don't really want to watch it. I don't care, honestly. No. It's too late for me for Erica. She has had multiple seasons to show me her personal side. She hasn't. I'm not invested in her whatsoever. Don't care. It's only now that there has been a backlash and people have turned against her that all of a sudden she's showing humility. All of a sudden she's Mm -hmm. crying. All of a sudden. Therapy, her mommy. Like, it's gross and obvious to me. I friggin' hated it when she she's having a confessional and she's like, I'm doing this all on my own. I used to have help. Now I don't. And I'm like, yeah, because there's no more freaking <laughs> orphans for you to steal from or right. what? Like, stop throwing those kinds of things into our face. It's the same thing where she pretends to be poor. Yes. It's not relatable. I don't it's feel sorry not for doing you. What, 
No. Stop. Get out of here. Stop. Stop it. You live in Beverly Hills, babe. Mm-hmm. You're in yep. Vegas at a residency. Stop. Stop. Stop making yourself a victim. It's not giving what she thinks it's giving. No. Having said that, this is the most that I have liked her in Same. recent times. Me too. Like since probably her first season. I do believe people can change. And I hope that she is legitimately changing. I just don't trust her. <laughs> and I don't I don't think I ever will. No. No, I'm with you. She's she's had way too much time to show us a little bit of the side and she hasn't. Exactly. Only about money, and I don't like that. No. Yeah. And fame. Yeah, money and fame, status, right? Yeah. Okay, Narelle, we uh, get our weekly check-in with Garcelle's sons at Oh, thank God. Thank yeah. God. I was <laughs> Really just wondering, how's how's he doing? Well, at the very least, we do find out a little bit more about Garcelle and her past. So yeah. that was a little bit interesting. Her son, Jade, found out that his dad was cheating. So he was eight. He found out when he was eight. He Googled That's it. That's brutal. He Googled it. Of course he would Google it. Yeah. He's super mature. He says, you know, I don't hold it against either of my parents, but I don't know if I fully believe him because I feel like a little bit of that is coming out now based only on what he said the other week about Garcelle and wanting to live with his dad. And I mm. think he's conflicted. But I got to ask you, like, am I to believe Garcelle didn't know that Jay knew what Google was? Really? <laughs> what is it? When did they divorce? It must have been fairly recent. It so was before she been... started. Well, actually, if he was eight, how old is he now? He's like 16. 16? Okay, so eight years ago. Yes, Neural Google existed then. Oh, my God. I was like, was Google even around then? <laughs> when oh we were God. eight, it didn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, go off, Neural. And especially considering the fact that he's come out now saying she was never around, so obviously he would have had access to Google and a phone to answer all of his questions. So I did believe her, though. She didn't seem – like, she seemed to genuinely be surprised to find that out. yeah. I, I, she's really lean, leaning into the storyline. And I think there's remorse there. And uh, mom right. guilt is huge. All of these things. But it just came up. The kid has known since he's eight. Eight. Yeah. It almost does seem the, the way that they interact, like they're getting to know each other now all of a sudden. It does. Maybe that's true. Like, maybe I'm being super hard on her. But it seems fake. Sorry, I'm going to say it. Seems fake. All right. Okay. But anyway, see you next week, Jade. Bye. <laughs> no, it might be Jack's next oh, week. Oh, yeah. Well, it might actually be later in the episode at this point. We don't know. True. True. <laughs> okay, Kyle and Morgan. This is the first scene. We see them interacting together. And the sexual tension, I was not prepared. Nope. Um, nope. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. It was off the charts. I mean... <laughs> Like, from the looks of it, they might have even banged it out in the car before they went into the tattoo salon. I was turned on. I was turned on. Well, this, I was Were like, you? what's happening? <laughs> it was uncomfortable. Uh -huh. The That poor like, man. Their, I know. He knew. He knew. He knew. He knew. We all knew. But their private little smiles with, like, the eye contact mm -hmm. and the physicality between them. I'm sorry. I would, I would go out and I would say that more so from Kyle to Morgan. For sure. I definitely see a bit of a skew in that, but yeah, I, I was that. not prepared. So Kyle said part of what attracted her to Morgan was her music. So I guess she was just like driving to the radio one day. Yeah, heard heard mm -hmm. uh, some Morgan Wade music. So I took it upon myself 
to play Morgan's music today, this mm. afternoon, as I was running around. I wanted to see if I could figure out which song it was that was so powerful. Did you? you have? I think I did. I'm pretty sure it's Morgan Wade's song called Psychopath. But also... Oh, appropriate. <laughs> I'm not... <laughs> I want to throw shade because I can't sing for shit and I'm not a writer, so I'm not going to shit on an artist. Do it. Do it. Yeah, the lyrics? Not. Nope. Nope. I don't know what Kyle's talking about. She's blowing smoke. It's. (laughs) They weren't. I love those. Yeah, they weren't. uh, Have you ever heard any of her music? There is one song. Like, honestly, I don't remember it. Because of the lyrics. Yeah. Her biggest hit, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's interesting. I died the way Kyle looked at her and the guy's like so awkwardly feeling this sexual tension. He's like, he's like, how, how did, did you guys, guys meet? meet? <laughs> She's like, she stalked me. Cause <laughs> I did, I did stalk you. So proud. And, you know, Kyle's like, Morgan makes me feel free. I can be myself. Dude, Kyle is transforming into Morgan. Kyla's Morgan. She is one of those women who takes on the personality of whoever she's dating. Everything. Not just even personality. Personality. Looks. Looks? The walk. like Uh, The walk. Okay. Glad you brought that up. The walk. Yes. When I saw Morgan walk in, I'm like, oh, that's where Kyle got this new walk from. It's so all about her trying to emulate Morgan. She's obsessed with her. She's really obsessed with her. It's reading as a midlife crisis. Yes, it really is, Neural. Like, everything Morgan does. We don't drink. We like to work out. We like to read. We, we, we. We, 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 we. That's a couple yeah. statement. It's not a BFF statement, really. It was very, no. very couple Yeah. Absolutely. And then we find out later that Kyle tattooed her own initial onto Morgan's arm. Sorry. Can you ever imagine doing that with me? Like if you and I went to a tattoo Never. salon and I was like, hee, oh, hee, let me just tattoo something on you, Sarah. And I put my own initial on you. Never. That's. I feel like that would be the end of our that's friendship. possession. That's fucking weird is what that is. Uh-huh. That's not friends. That's not friends. I. That's marking your territory. Okay. Mm. And the fact Mauricio is keeps saying, did you get my name tattooed on you? Did you get my initials? Ooh. Imagine if she would have gotten... Oh my gosh, she could totally get Mo because it could be either of them. For sure. I think she might. She's going to get one if she hasn't already. Uh, So, I mean, is it the attention or? I don't know. I think she, I think it's a midlife crisis. I do. And I think she does love this attention from Morgan. Morgan is kind of feeling that Kyle's into her, but she knows she's straight. I don't know. See, I almost, I almost worry that Morgan probably is enjoying the attention for her career yeah you know what i mean like i had never heard of morgan wade before this ever ever no offense morgan wade um so is she using kyle to like bolster herself up in the public opinion and is kyle just enjoying the speculation from everybody is she getting off on the excitement of everyone it was kyle a lesbian i can see kyle enjoying that kyle's getting off kyle doesn't know herself we know she's getting off. We just don't know how yet. <laughs> Clearly isn't by Mo. Yeah. No, I, I felt weird watching this because it felt real. The only real scene I've seen with Kyle this entire yeah. season. I felt weird watching it because it felt like I was on a private date between 
to people and I didn't want to be there. Neither did the tattoo artist. Nope. There's a lot of women though who try to earn the attention of someone who isn't straight, oh, if you will. Okay. They like that. It's a it's exploration for this person. Yeah. It's exploration for Kyle. She's like, Am I? Or am I just kind of sick of my husband? I think there's also an aspect of it, you know, Kyle has lived her entire life doing exactly what was expected of her. She got married, she had babies, she's, you know, created this career for herself, and now here she is, her kids have left the nest, she's by herself with her husband, and she's probably starting to look back on her life and wondering, like, why didn't I take more risks? Why didn't I follow Mm. through on some of the exciting things I want to do? And then here's Morgan Wade, this woman who doesn't really care, she's covered in tattoos, she's got toilet paper tattooed on herself, for God's sake. Yeah, there might be an aspect of really wanting to be Morgan as well. So for sure, so confident in herself. Yeah, and Kyle isn't. Kyle no. tries to be like the person she's closest to constantly. She really does, which is interesting because then we have a very weird juxtaposition between that scene with Morgan and Kyle, and then Mauricio and Kyle, and the difference in attitude and oh. physicality. Between the two, it was jarring. She hates him. She She really does. She really does. And I almost feel sorry for him. He's like, love bean. What's good? Like, stop with the love bean. By the way, Sarah, what does love bean mean? Dude, I have no idea. What? Do you know? I mean, does it not mean clitoris? What else could it mean? Stop. (laughs) What else could a love bean be? Flick the love bean? (laughs) <laughs> she's like you're not getting close to my love bean as soon as i say as soon as you say you're not don't touch my love bean what do you think i'm talking about <laughs> it's a weird nickname I all right think, i think he's just you know a simple man i'm sure it's innocent but i, I it's all i've ever thought of every time they call themselves so love gross. bean i'm like <laughs> why are you saying that love bean yeah Loved that she was so pissed off about him not noticing how many tattoos she has and where they are and then he's like hey Kyle have you read my book and she's Mm -hmm. like no I'll get around to it whenever I feel like it it's so fake it is so it's so one-sided too she wants Mauricio to be the perfect husband who does all of this amazing romantic husband things for her but then she doesn't do the same by supporting his book or reading his book even though she says I don't want to party anymore I don't want to do anything I just want to stay home and read anything but my (laughs) husband's book not that book. She's a, she's but. a teenager right now. She is? It reminds me of Britney Spears, to be honest. Not gonna lie. Child star. Yeah. Now with the freedom, like the permission from Morgan, oh, I can just be this person. I can mm. mold into someone. It's, I hate it. it. She's a rebellious teenager. I think part of the reason she's so uncomfortable to watch in the scenes with Morgan and with Mauricio is she almost takes on a childlike It's like the flirting with Morgan was childlike. Very much. It was babyish. It wasn't a woman flirting with a woman. It was, it's like she's uncomfortable with her sexuality. And I think Morgan intimidates her because it is that fine line. It's that risky kind of area that Kyle wants to explore, just whether it's out of attraction or boredom. Boredom or curiosity. I think that kind of intimidation is exciting for sure it is it's like the bad it's like the bad boy the bad girl exactly i get it 
So just a quick mention about the matchmaker and the matchmaker, the very happy matchmaker is meeting with Sutton again. But I only want to bring it up because I love Avi. I love him. <laughs> He's so funny. I want yeah. to like save him, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, Sutton says, Dorit's going to come over and help me pick a man. Because if Dorit fell in love with PK, maybe I need to not be so picky. And apparently PK clapped back at Sutton over this. He was yes, he did. not happy. Not happy at all. And let's be for fucking real PK. One of the things he said was, I wouldn't take her out on a first date, let alone a second date. Honey, mm-hmm. Sutton's not going to be dating you either. And let me be real. <laughs> if you weren't with Dorit, you'd be banging down Sutton's door because you need her to pay off your loans. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> I also thought it was interesting that of all the points that happened in this episode for PK to clap back on, he chose the one that Sutton said and not that Garcelle made a comment about the jewelry. Right, right, right. Well. And you know why that is? Because he's not touching yeah. the truth. We know exactly why. He doesn't want to get anywhere near that. Yeah. I, I can't say blame him on that one. Uh, like, But PK, shut the fuck up. Seriously. Just shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Stop. You're not a housewife. Okay. I laugh, though, when, <laughs> when the matchmaker is like, I feel like Sutton is very self-aware. And Dorit's like, wow, really, really? She is? I don't, oh, wow, because most people think she's not self-aware at all. But she is not. This matchmaker has just, like, ended her career. Mm. Okay. Um, <laughs> I did notice, though, two of these dudes were not blurred out. So I'm very yep. hopeful and optimistic for some date scenes. The fact that one of them was blurred, I was like, oh, yes, yes. Okay, so we so might excited. be seeing more of these men. I hope she wears her friggin' cat sweater. She should. She should. Tradition. I it's want her. one to wear on a date. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, we're finally meeting Anne Marie Wiley. She's Kyle's new friend and our new housewife. Is she for this season? Anyways. <laughs> Is she? Based on what has come out about her husband, uh, Marcus, I'm not so sure she's going to be sticking around for very long. That's big yikes for anybody who hasn't heard, and I'm sure most people have. He's been accused of pretty serious rape, uh, assault and rape, I think, or is it just rape? I don't know. Honestly, I forget. Really not what I want to see being brought into Housewives, so. Apparently, she is also very vocal about being anti-trans as well, so... Cool. So it's a power couple. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Ah, nice. Don't love that. No. Don't love that. Bye. The women don't seem to like her very much either. Like Sutton shades her dress immediately. Immediately. Pointing out that Erica wore it first, like 10 years ago. Uh, <laughs> Crystal shaded her too. And apparently they have mutual friends. And uh, she says that Marie and Marie talks a lot and asks a lot of questions. <laughs> and then she's like, that bitch is nosy. So maybe she'll bring some drama. I hope Crystal calls her out. This could be her I hope chance. So too. This could be her chance. We would all rally behind that. We would bring it. Sure hope she does. The flashback to Allison Dubois, the psychic, <laughs> fucking killed me. <laughs> Kyle and Faye are joking about how, how this psychic predicted that Mauricio will never emotionally fulfill Kyle. As Mo is literally not emotionally fulfilling Kyle. Somewhere, Alison Dubois, the psychic, is puffing away on her e-sick, watching the episode, <laughs> smug as all hell, and I kind of love it. Yeah, I love it too, but Kyle's leaning a little too hard into it, for my liking. 
Like, she's loving the storyline for her. She's loving it. She's like, everyone called me boring and a bitch. Well, here I am. Anyway, speaking of bitches, Denise and Camille arrived to Kyle's house uh, to surprise to the surprise of everyone. Oh, that was a good segue. Especially Garcelle. Oh, she's like, oh, 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 what's an oh, what's oh, what's oh, what's oh, Denise, what's happening? What's happening? Uh, I died when Erica asks Denise if she's going to eat the THC meal. And Denise is like, I'm not going to partake because it's not my thing. <laughs> and then she looks directly into the camera and winks. Winked! As she jokes about not revealing who she smoked with in the past. Like, deceased. I have to say, though, Erica and Denise conversing sent me into another universe. I couldn't tell who was speaking at that point. <laughs> It was so good. And Sutton was just standing there gawking, literally gawking at Denise. Like, yeah, where am I? I loved it. Loved these dynamics. So Sutton, of course, waits until Kyle is trying to get everyone seated to say, hey, let's go have a chat. Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, great timing. And like her party guests were so confused. They're like, where's Garcelle? Where's Kyle? Where's Kyle? Do we do we have place settings? You know, it's fine. I don't want to discredit discredit Sutton when she talks to Kyle and she opens up about the custody issues. She's like, I've been feeling a little off. I've been going through some things. She was trying to be vulnerable and yeah. I've been dealing with a lot. And she explains the custody issues, the moving to London. And I got to say her ex does seem like a pretty powerful man. Uh, the thought of losing your son to someone like this, going, to, going up against his lawyer's following him to another country. There, there's so many things. That's your kid, right? Yeah. So I imagine that would be incredibly stressful. And I would imagine she has a lot of trauma attached to it from the fight, like the legal fight that she's had to go through previously. And he is friggin' powerful. He manages yeah. like trillions of dollars. Trillions. In his position. Mm -hmm. So, yep, I get that. But did Kyle also have a point? So Sutton seems to have these excuses every time that she has a bit of a an outburst, so to speak. Whenever she's called into question, she seems to have a reason mm -hmm. for it, which is maybe legitimate. Mm -hmm. But does Kyle have a point? She does. She has a point. There is a pattern yeah. of behavior there. Like Sutton is the type of person who blows up and then she's like, crap, she regrets it. Whether that's her conscience, she got a little too tipsy, whatever. The thing is, though, Sutton and Kyle, they're both playing dirty here. Because mm. Kyle's reaction seemed straight up mean, insensitive, harsh, yeah. all of those things. They're doing very, very similar things to one another. Which yes. is like, they're literally just questioning what's going on in your life? What's going on in your life? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? They're dancing around in this circle. Yeah. So I really do think Sutton was trying to like, even if this was an excuse, she's like, I'm just going to throw it out there to Kyle mm -hmm. to see if she'll open up and reciprocate. And uh, she didn't. I do feel like Sutton's going about it the wrong way, though. Like I said earlier, I think she's focusing too much on her looks, on her drinking, on her exercise. There's all these things. Yeah. Instead of just being like, yeah. are you guys okay? Just ask her. Just ask her. It's so simple. But for whatever reason, she doesn't feel comfortable to come right out and say it. I get it. With Kyle's reaction, I get it. Yeah, yeah. 
Kyle seems so hostile. She just wants to yell out like, Sutton, I think you're a drunk. (laughs) But instead she says like, are you that out of touch, Sutton? And Mm -hmm. then Kyle asks her like, so getting your child support increased is a big deal? Like she completely dismissed any of Sutton's worries, which I think is disgusting. Maybe this reason excuse seems legitimate to Sutton and to Kyle it just seemed pretty laughable because I think Kyle thinks her problems are bigger and greater the problems that Kyle will not talk about Norel exactly no that's exactly what it is whatever it is that Kyle's going through she values it as more important than Sutton's little problems and I do think it's disgusting the way that she just completely dismissed everything that Sutton's going through however I don't think Sutton should have brought that up in that moment. She should Fair. have. I seem like it's really bothering her, though. Like, I, I think Sutton wants to close this chapter and move on. But Kyle's like, nope, this is my storyline. Mm, I just wish, like, if Sutton wanted to say, I'm sorry I wasn't myself that day. Right. Leave it at that. Yep. Don't say, I'm sorry I wasn't myself that day because... I had this issue with my husband and blah, blah, blah. And he's going to London and what's it, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. At that point, I'm just kind of like, all right, well, you're just making excuses for yourself. Leave it at, I'm sorry I wasn't myself that day. And then the next day say, I just wanted to let you know what I'm going through. Right. Like, again, I do really think Seth was trying to do that. So Kyle would reciprocate and open up. But I absolutely agree when you apologize to someone, just say sorry. (laughs) Just say sorry. I mean, they're like oil and water. They're doing the same dance but they're just not communicating and they're not getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. Why do I feel, by the way, like production did Denise dirty? I went into this episode expecting, like from the previews, I thought Denise... <laughs> from my TikTok, from my TikTok, I thought Denise was going to get absolutely messed up at this dinner. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought she was going to arrive messed up and then get more messed up. But like the sequence of clips was different <laughs> it than was. the previews. I don't know why I fell for that because it's pretty common for them to do that. But yeah, I kind of felt like they did her a little bit dirty. Like I know she said she was sick and all of that, but it was beyond that unless she's on cold meds or. I do think she was probably feeling an insane amount of anxiety when she was outside with Camille and she's like, let's just go to in and out. She's like, are you nervous? I'm nervous. Like, yeah, maybe she just pre-gamed too hard. Yeah. Maybe she. We've all been there. <laughs> you know, we have. I don't know. I don't know. Not if quite I've... that. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. But what did you think of Denise and Camille's cameos here? <laughs> well, I wanted more. So I'm glad we're getting more next week. I think I had really psyched myself up for it to be like, Denise Knight, like release Denise. And then I was like, that's it. That's all we're getting. I want her back, honestly. Do you? I do. I want both of them back. Like, if I had to choose, I'm going to go Camille. I think she's a little more stable. But I I was always a big Camille fan. Always. Were you? Loved her. Love, love, love. Interesting. It always interests me when you and I... (laughs) Differ? Differ. You don't like On Camille? our housewives. <laughs> um, I thought Camille, and I'm going like way back to the beginning, like early Camille. Okay. Oh, she's a fucking troll. That's why I love her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it gets to a point of meanness and of um, like underhanded. Mm. I, don't, I don't know the word that I don't like a person anymore and I don't want them to 
have the validity and have the privilege of being on TV. I want them off, and then okay. I'm probably going to complain about the show being boring once they're gone. But no, I I've, I'm a big Camille fan. I stand yeah. by her. I see that. I see that. <laughs> All right, moving on. So Sutton is accusing Kyle of not being honest, and Kyle is pressing her to reveal what it is she's not being honest about. I almost felt like throughout the entire episode, Kyle is almost goading somebody into saying the words. She wants somebody to say the words. She doesn't want to say it herself. She wants someone else to. She even said, like, do you have the balls to say it, like, at the table because I don't. I need you to. I know. Yeah. yeah, she just, I don't know. Did Mo cheat on you? Are you a lesbian now? She well, wants it to happen. Morgan she Wade. wants them. Yeah. Yeah. Then Kyle accuses Sutton of being a drunk. Yikes. She's like, I don't know if it was medicine for your feet. Right. <laughs> Which just, I don't know why, but I lost <laughs> it. <laughs> so um, or she's like, if you've already had a couple, but something was not right with you. Mm. And this is when Sutton gets up and leaves. Like, she chose to leave at this moment. Mm-hmm. There is something about how hard Dorit and Kyle are going for Sutton in this season and trying to paint her as an alcoholic. It's making me wonder, like last season, both of them were defending Erica when Erica was mixing pills and alcohol and she Ooh, was being mean. She was being fun. aggressive. She was, she was starting fun. all the fights. She was just having a little just fun. Just having fun, baby. Just having fun. Right? Exactly. So why are they pushing this narrative with Sutton? Why are they going after Sutton? That's a really good point. Um, I think either they're trying to get back at Sutton for going for Erica. And right. like, because last season putting out Erica was drinking, that Erica had a little bit of a problem. Right. Maybe the, they collectively agreed to. But Erica's not touching that. But if Erica was part of it, she would maybe mm-hmm. remove herself from that to keep her hands clean. I don't know. It, it is just weird. In the beginning. Does Sutton know too much? Is she too close to it? And they're like, we're going to shut you down. Because I have to tell you, every scene between Dorit and Kyle seems so highly scripted to me. And yep. like, they have Same. practiced this in their bedroom. So is Kyle just like, she's like, this is my moment. This is my time. And I'm going to be the villain. Kyle's going to be the villain. Maybe that's what she's going for. I don't know. I don't know. It is, it is just very obvious to me, like you say, that they are following some kind of script. They're checking off boxes. And it all has to do with making us feel or believe that Sutton is an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Maybe she does have a problem. Maybe she does have a drinking problem. I'm not saying she doesn't or she does. Her I'm minions, saying... Kyle's minions are certainly backing that up. Teddy, the new girl, I've forgotten her name. And notice that Teddy's comment about Sutton having the flask or whatever mm-hmm. it is in her purse just happened to be right before all of this started happening. Mm-hmm. So that like it kind of almost absolves Cutton and or Cutton, <laughs> Kyle and Dorit. Yes, it does. Because it was someone else who said it. It wasn't us. We're just going off of what someone else was saying. Kyle soldiers working for her. The group of them. It's it's gross. I hate it. It It's so fake to me. But It's too orchestrated. It is. And that's why I'm team setting on this. Honestly, fuck these bitches. Yeah. In the beginning, I was like, oh, Sutton is kind of, she seems drunk. She seems really drunk. Even if she's drunk or not, she's acting like a bit of an asshole. She, but... I, I, I'm still Team Sutton. No, they're going too hard for her. It's making yeah. me wonder why. Mm, I'm on. I'm now on. I'm, I'm Team you. Sutton. Okay. Yeah. So Crystal is bringing the fight to the table and opening it up in front of everyone. And that was a power move, in my opinion. I loved it. Narelle, Same. how 
did you feel about Kyle revealing Sutton may have an eating disorder? I did not love that. And it flashed around to every housewife and you could see in their eyes that this might be something that they're all either thinking or have talked about with themselves or they're hiding. It registered on everybody's face like, oh, I can't believe Kyle just said that. And it registered on Sutton's face as well. It's evil. Honestly, it's the same category to me as like insinuating someone's an alcoholic. You're an an anorexic. You're an alcoholic. Like, Kyle, those are big statements. And (laughs) you are mad at Sutton for asking how you are. And that's what you come back with. That's pretty gross. Anyway. And it made me really sad because directly after that question, the camera is showing Sutton like eating and Mm. like making sure to take a lot of bites of food and stuff. And it looked like she was intentionally doing that. And I, my heart just went out to her in that moment. Like didn't love that. I did not love that at all. No. Or as this whole scene is carrying on, Garcelle is finally like, okay, enough of this. What's going on with the new ring, Kyle? Because nobody is saying what they want to say. And this is why I love Garcelle. Mm. I don't know how she gets away with doing stuff like this, the things that she says. She still reads as classy and she's a bad bitch. And she says things like this and she gets away with it. I don't know how she does it. She does. Because she's genuine. She is. So she asks Kyle, like, is it a makeup band? I have a diamond cross. And then Camille pipes up. She's like, oh, my God, I have a car. I used to get cars. I even Aston Martin. Because Kyle's like, what is a makeup band? Loved that Garcelle lightened the mood after that a little bit as well with the necklace comment when Kyle was like, well, where did you get your necklace from? And she just was like, Sarah. <laughs> Loved that. And so then Kyle finally summarizes that what everybody is saying is that her husband must be cheating on her and that to make it worse, it's coming after she shared that her and Mo have been having a bad year. So this feels like a very low blow to her. And then she pours all of her energy into saying he did not buy me that band. Mm -hmm. He did not buy it for me. I bought it for myself. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nobody's really interested in your fucking ring. Okay, Kyle, that's not what anybody's asking. The fact that you are putting your all into talking about the ring, that's what you're comfortable talking about. You are not comfortable with the situation with the actual question being asked. It's Kyle deflection. But she wants it. She wants. That's why she's like, so what? My husband's cheating on me. Like, what? what the? where the fuck did that come from? But if you notice, she never said he's not. She never said He's not. She never once said he's not. Mm -hmm. She really doubled down on the fact that he did not buy that ring. Yeah. But she never said he's not cheating on her. (laughs) Poor fucking server, too. At first, he's in the back, and he's like, I "I don't know. Should I go out there? I don't know. (laughs) And then he finally works up the courage to come up, and you see his arm like come down to serve Kyle food just as she starts screaming, I can't afford to feel depressed right now. (laughs) I I just felt (laughs) for him. I mean, I do think it's shitty. The ladies are picking picking on Kyle for not drinking, but her behavior is so erratic. I understand why it is part of the parcel. Yeah. It's not that they're picking on her for drinking, picking on her for losing weight, picking on her for um, the ring, picking Mm -hmm. on her for whatever. It's the sum of the total, all of them. It's the big picture. Yeah, it is. That is kind of what Sutton continually keeps saying. Like, it's not just that. It's everything that's making me wonder if you're okay she's just not saying it succinctly enough she's not getting her actual point across and kyle is using that to her advantage good point to not answer the question good point 
I hate it. I also, I hate that they keep splitting these kinds of situations up into two-part episodes. Ah, they have to milk this, though. They really have to milk, especially Denise, Camille, like Denise next week looks yeah. like her and Erica are going to get into it, honey. Yeah. Love. Go, Camille. And I know exactly what Denise is talking about, but we'll talk about it next week. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So next week's going to be another banger of an episode. So I cannot wait. Woo. But until then, guys, stay truthful. And not hopeless. Thank you so much for listening. Please leave us a five-star rating. Yeah. A written review wherever you guys listen to us would be amazing. Amazing. We've only got like a couple actual written reviews. Mm -hmm. And one is from a person who's very disgruntled. Yeah. And they don't like us very much. And it really bums me out whenever I read it. So two women who lived our lives through the television. Well, yes, we do, bitch. Okay. It's it's like two women who are have no opinions and are just sitting on the couch watching TV. (laughs) I'm like, well, where do you watch TV? Well, <laughs> God damn it. If I haven't heard a more accurate review. <laughs> yes, that is us. You've you've pegged us. Thank you. Thank you. That's why we're Thank here. Goodbye. Have a but nice if anyone life. else could give us a better written review, we would love you forever. Yeah. And we'll give you a shout out. We'll shout you out. We will, for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know why Sarah sounds sarcastic. We actually no. will. So <laughs> In my head, I was just thinking, we don't get to see all the all of the written review. Okay, because we're, oh. we're Canadians, so we're like very right. highly protected. Okay, bye. If we see your name, <laughs> if we are allowed to see your name, we will shout you out. If the Canadian government allows it. Okay, bye. Kay. We love you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, they're real stringent. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.